0: Hey, welcome to another episode of When Women Speak, finding, leading, and leaving with her voice. I am your host, Shirley King, also known as Shirley K. When Women Speak is sponsored by the brand, What If She Knew She Was Powerful, and Life on Power. Our guest today is another powerhouse. I have Takuliana Vertil, also known as Tiki. Tiki is an, has an MBA and she's currently a channel partner manager at Zono's where she builds external partnerships to be able to generate opportunities for Zono's through collaboration, strategy, and training. Although Tiki loves her career, she is also very passionate about autism awareness. She is currently building a nonprofit organization to be able to support that community. Takuliana is a native of Seattle, Washington, but currently resides in Central Florida, and she's a proud alumna of Bethune-Cookman University and the University of Phoenix. Welcome, Tequiliana. How are you? I'm great. Thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for saying yes. And I was just talking to, to Quiliana about me asking her to be on this show because I had the rare opportunity to, to just be in the presence of her and that, and seeing her show up authentically all the time with her voice. And you know that's the perfect guest for the When Women Speak show. And we're going to roll right into this, Quiliana. So with our show, we talk about finding your voice, leading with your voice and leaving with your voice. Takuliana, what does it mean for you when you hear the statement, find her voice?
1: Well, I, re- I really, I don't know. When I think about that, I think about, you know, when you hear people say, as far as like, finding your seat at the table, yes. like to me, it's, it's that, right? So mm-hmm. it's literally finding exactly what it is that you want to say who you want to say it to and why you want to say it and what like what is the impact and so that's what i think of when i hear that
0: you said what do you want to say who do you want to say it to <laughs> why do you want to say it and what is the impact? and you heard me talk about just now just having a conversation about Your authenticity consistently to Quiliana. And when I hear you say that, what, who, why, and the impact to someone, it might sound like, oh, that's a lot to think about. You know, when I think about, you know, what table I wanna be at, what chair I wanna be in, and what door do I want to open. But when you are authentic, When you are being exactly who you are, you don't have to think about these things. So it makes sense that Tiquiliana said that because that's what I know her for, (laughs) for being authentic. And it happens without her thinking about it because of her authenticity. You can't be wrong about you. That's what authenticity is. You can't be wrong about you. They can be wrong about you, but you can never be wrong about you. Thank you, Tiki, I appreciate that. (laughs) And when we talk about finding our voice, obviously there's a time when there's always that time in our lives, whether it be when we were adolescents or adults or in relationships. Well, we didn't quite know what our voice sounded like and we had not found it yet. Mm -hmm. So my next question to Quiliana is, have you ever had a voiceless experience?
1: Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) even say no to that.
0: <laughs> Did you all hear that? She was like, the question is yes.
1: Absolutely yes. And you know what? And it's not necessarily always because someone else puts you on mute. Sometimes it's it's yourself because you because you don't feel confident in the space that you're in. Because You don't feel confident with yourself because you might feel like you don't have anything to contribute of value. You know it like I was saying earlier about having impact. Okay, maybe what I have to say is not gonna make that big splash <laughs> or make that impact, right? Mm-hmm. So instead, people will sit back and just listen and observe, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then hold it all here. <laughs> so, and, and I mean, not even just in the professional realm either, yeah. right? When you're talking mm-hmm. about just being, you know, in a relationship. I've mm-hmm. been in a re- in a relationship with my husband for 18 years. Been married for 15. You know there has been times where you know i felt like oh gosh i don't want to i don't want to say anything you know yes. you know especially especially in the early years but as you
0: as you mature in the thing as you matriculate through it
1: you learn to not be voiceless
0: <laughs> you learn to not be voiceless as you matriculate in it yes. but you but the fact that you use the analogy of a relationship that's the perfect analogy to to, to, to quilliana because Employer, employee, our vendor in our business, they're all relationships. They all are. And we become comfortable with them as that relationship grows, as we get to know the nuances within that relationship. That's how that happens. So every one of us have had a voiceless experience. And I love the fact that you said sometimes it's not somebody else that muted muted us. Sometimes it's us that mute us and my viewers on when women speak series and the podcast, you would have heard me say at some time or another that even that small contribution has the capacity to change the conversation in the room. Make the big bang is what we don't think is a big bang. It is a big bang to the next person. We, we, we're women. So there's a lot that we have access to, there's a lot of impact that we have, and sometimes I don't think that we even are aware of that impact, and that influence, and that access. Would you agree to that, oh, Tika?
1: Absolutely. Like just thinking about what you're saying, even, okay, let's talk about, like, I'm gonna relate this to career, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's statistics out there is that, you know, obviously, a lot of cases, a lot of cases, women are paid less, right? Mm-hmm. And so it says it's because women don't speak up or they don't ask for more. And I know, I don't know how you were raised, but I know, like, my grandmother used to say to me, you know, like, hey, listen, you don't ask for it, you're not gonna get it, you know? So, <laughs> you you know, just, you know, being, and that's what I was saying, like, when I, you were talking about being intentional or being authentic, you know kind mm-hmm. of mixing those things in and, and knowing I, I literally think about that like okay, when when I say something, I want it to mean something. I want mm-hmm. I want to treat that person with like that like with value like they have value mm-hmm. just how I would want them to treat me
0: mm-hmm. and how what
1: how I won't want them to receive me And so that is just you know like my train of thought in, in this
0: scenario. Mm hmm. That is wonderful. You know, and that's another statistic. Yeah, viewers, you're listening to the podcast. You would have heard me bring this up off the wind. As soon as Tiki said, you know, there are statistics that we don't get paid our worth because we don't ask for it, we don't speak up. That Those are some same statistics just in 2021. And a McKinsey report that also said that. You know, those organizations that are within 10% of the profitability, they have 30% women on their boards, on the executive teams. So we when it comes to the room, the chair, and the table, we should want ourselves there. Because just because just having that knowledge says that there's going to be diverse thought, there's going to be diverse conversation, and there are going to be some diverse strategy and roles and goals, just having a seat at that table. I say this often because I want my listeners to listen that believe it, believe that you're one of the 30% believe that the 100% is a 30%. And I know I know my math, but I'm still going to say it. The 100% <laughs> is a 30% thank you, on, thank you.
1: Keep speaking to me. This is like my motivational. <laughs>
0: Just keep making me. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. You're giving You're me a new mantra for the week. <laughs> You're doing the same for me. And that's perfect segue to lead into this conversation about, Sequilliana, why should the voices of women and their values even matter? Why should they matter? Oh my goodness. First of all, women, we're,
1: we're mothers. <laughs> We're leaders, we're like natural leaders. Like, to be a mother, you have to be a leader. Like, you gotta lead somebody to somewhere, lead them to the water, something, right?
0: <laughs> you gotta lead them somewhere, leave them to the water, okay. somewhere.
1: But just because of, and we just have a different perspective that we bring to the table. Where we're most of us are naturally like nurturing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and A lot of times, especially us women of color, sometimes we can have very strong personalities and points of view because of how we were raised. Mm -hmm. We were raised to to be like that in most cases. So, you know, I I was told like, hey, you you gotta be you gotta be ready. Stay ready all the time and you're gonna do better. You need to do better than your peers at all times. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. And so Just even from the time that I was in high school, believe it or not, I used to be super, super shy, right? And it wasn't until I kind of really started to get involved in different activities, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it was like the girls' basketball team, cheer, running, or whatever the event was, because my mom kept me super busy, right? But it it gave me exposure to these different things to be able to form my own opinions and have those experiences, to be able to bring those things to the table. And so that's just me. So then when you have all of us that have all these different, wonderful, beautiful experiences that we can bring to the table, it's amazing. And I know that every time that I'm at the table, I know I bring something.
0: <laughs> Did you hear that confidence, everyone? Every time I know I'm at, every time I'm at the table, I know I bring something. and. And that means that. So when you heard me talk about even that small thing that we think doesn't have the impact, the fact that you know what you that you bring something to the table every time, you don't think about whether well, it's small, how it's going to how someone's gonna feel about what you said. And I know every one of us is not at that place right now. That's why we have the Women Women Speak Show. Everybody's not there, but that's why we have it here, so that you can meet people like. Kuliana, who is there? And she just said she used to be shy. Believe it or not, but she had to preface it, <laughs> and say, "Believe it or not," because I don't believe it. <laughs>
1: Listen, going to an HBCU, they will knock
0: that out of you. <laughs> so that's one of the positives of going to an HBCU. <laughs> you gotta get it. Going to the HBCU and being engaged in something. So when you're, and that's why I, when I've mentored other women and or coach other women, I often say, you know, when they talk about, you know, the best way to really get my name out there, the best way for my value to be seen, the best way for it, the best way, the best way, right? My response, no matter what they're talking about in whatever sector, whatever it is, my response is you have to go where they are. i just had a conversation with my daughter who said, you know, I want to get into this particular industry because she's a videographer and she's done some great things. So I said the same thing to her. So what do they go? You have to go where they are so that you become aware of their needs. You become aware of their wants. You become aware of all of that. So then you can offer what they need. Same thing with your career. You know, wherever it is that you want to be, more people need to know about you. So I know early on, I was friends with the people in the IE department. That has nothing to do with HR. But I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about when they're in the room having a conversation about me. It's a good thing that the IE people can have a conversation about me, not just the HR people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say that you you said a word. You basically said awareness, and that just that just struck something with me because mm-hmm. I, I try to look at things from not only my perspective from but others' perspective, mm-hmm. and, and so it's not only like me myself right mm-hmm. it's Juliana being aware of the other people but them being aware of what where I'm at and what mm. I can do and I, I like to say that the, I have what I call my personal board of directors <laughs> and I would just say from from one of from one of them one of my mentors that I've had for a very long time is like listen it's not gonna be about how like who you know it's gonna be about how much they know about you yes. Yes. And what your value is. And no one can speak up for you like you. So having that confidence, having that drive, bringing that, you know, just bringing that to the table alone. If someone when you walk in the room and someone just knows that that you have that awareness and you have that confidence then it's like, you, you don't to have to say anything. It's just like, you know, when you know you're in trouble with your parents, right? It really gave you that look, <laughs> like when they were confidently about to get into your butt, <laughs> you already know there, there, there's just something about that <laughs> that just speaks.
0: That's a so good when analogy. Women speak,
1: when women speak with their confidence.
0: That's a good analogy. You just know, you just knew. So they are, you already knew, Yet yeah, you were in trouble. They already know when you walk in the room. That that you have something to say, and it's always going to be valuable. They know that when you walk in the room, yeah. make them aware yeah. and so what I heard you say is the best way to make them aware is to speak up in the room in relationships in your career, you know so we talk about all those dynamics in the when women speak and the aspect of when women speak, but whatever it is, you have to make them aware. the only way you do that is using your voice,
1: yeah. I, I I think like definitely your voice, but I think also what I want to convey is that with communication, there's there's several ways that you, that you you communicate. Like Tell us, are, go ahead. Even Tell your us. even your body language, mm-hmm. right? And the look that you you have on your face. So if you always have that look on your face, like like you don't care <laughs> or you're aggravated, just being aware of that for yourself, right? And yeah. if if you were that person on the other side receiving that, how would how would you feel? Would you be receptive to that person? Would you be willing to hear what they have to say? So you know, just this is all. I know we weren't supposed to be talking about this, but this is all circling back. We talk know. about
0: everything on the awareness, face.
1: really. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is something that is really like sticking out in my mind now. Yes. It's just far as like just being aware, being aware of how you're communicating. Mm -hmm. And you know, just if I was sitting here right now and I was like, you wouldn't want to talk to me. And
0: hey, and (laughs) And viewers that are looking at this viewers that are looking at see that my podcast folks can't see it, but viewers that are looking at this, you'll be like, oh, this is not an episode I want to look at. This is not an episode. (laughs) Let me move on to the wait to the next one. The next
1: Move on to the next. And that's exactly what people do they move on to the next in their mind, but they're not even listening to you because you sound like want, want, want at that point. Mm-hmm. So to me that your body language
0: perceives what you have to say. You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up too to Kuliana because there is the person that's listening that's going to say, but you don't know what I've been through, the times that I've been in the room, et cetera. And, and I can tell you that being self-aware, that's exactly what you're saying. Being okay. self-aware is just as important as being aware for, of everyone else. I can't say that you will never have an experience in the room because I've had them. I, I know Tequiliana has had them. Whereas it's, it's whether the intent was to make you feel small, that's what it did. Whether the intent was to do so. The impact of it is that it did do that. But that's why we have to be aware of, what that hits on the inside of us and that can't stay on the inside of us because if it does remain on the inside of us, then we're going to show up like we're walking in voiceless when we know that we're not. I've met plenty of people in that space like that. They know they got it, but somehow they can't. And they talk about those things they they've engaged in. But I always bring it back to that that person is gone. They, what they said, the interruption, whatever happened in that room, they went on like within a 30 seconds to whatever they were going to do and you're still holding on to it. So there is some self evaluation, self-awareness and self care that we have to be intentional about. So that stuff bounces back off of us that had nothing to do with you. It had all to do with them. That's why you can still walk back out confident and walk back in the next day, just as confident It's all about them, not you. I'm sorry. I get real when I hear that.
1: Listen, I wanted to be like, preach.
0: Oh my goodness. This is, we're having fun. Can you guys tell we're having like a lot of fun tonight in this episode? And so we we talked about finding our voice. We talked about why the the voices and the values of women matter. But then, you know, you found your voice, you know who you are. You got the self-awareness there and you're doing some things like you're making it happen. So, Tikhuliana, can you share any one of your experiences? Because I know you have many, where you are leading. You were leading with your voice, whatever that might be—career, personal, family. Share an experience of you leading with your.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, one thing I'm going to to share, you know, with your listeners. So, I have a four-year-old daughter who was diagnosed with, diagnosed with autism when she was two. Yeah, when she was two years old, right? And going through that experience during the height of a pandemic, I had to definitely do that. I mm-hmm. had to I had to be that voice for her. And what what's ironic about this is that she has a speech delay. So she can't speak up and say, or at least at that time, mm-hmm. that she couldn't even she couldn't even speak up at that time and say how she was being treated. Or anything like that. So I had to be that one to speak up for her. I had to be her voice. Okay. And having to advocate and just go like over and beyond and trying to, and this is the this is the hard part right here, is keeping it all together through all that. And I because it's easy to call somebody and go off and try to cuss somebody out and all that, right? Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> that's actually the, you know, that's 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 something that that's the easiest part to do because you not don't have to think about what you're saying which is why it's easy to do mm-hmm.
1: but when but when they knew I was when I was showing up and I could clearly articulate exactly what her needs are
0: yeah and what my
1: expectation my me and my husband's expectations were yeah and they're like oh okay oh, oh they're like and and I'm using words that like terminology in their industry they're like oh okay this lady is been she's been researching <laughs> she, she really knows what she's talking about right and and having to that at that point being able to do that they were now starting to listen to me because at the beginning i was confused mm-hmm. i didn't know i was caught in my emotions like oh she's been diagnosed and i was like wait a minute okay, put. Put your big girl panties on. <laughs> we got we got to get this together, and because of that reason, I had I had to, and I have to still to this day, and I will always be her voice when she doesn't have a voice to speak up yes. for herself. I will always be that for her, and that is what has led me into being an advocate for autism awareness because because of the experience and the things that I that I have mm-hmm. been through, like she has been through, and I've I've walked side-by-side with her through a show. That's just a, that's a
0: little, that's a little story. Just a little one. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that entire process. I love that you said I had to be her voice Mm -hmm. and you had to get yourself together. And like, this is like the Tiki who, the Tequiliana who walked in the room and know that she has something to say, you literally have to pull that same Tequiliana in order to advocate and be the voice of your daughter. Yes. Thank you for sharing that with our viewers and our listeners. I love sharing it. And you know what? And you should, because someone listening could have, whether they're listening when it's aired right away, or they're listening six months later or six years later to this, Mm -hmm. someone would have needed to hear that they in the beginning and they're struggling with what do I do? I really just want to sit with the emotions of my child was diagnosed with autism, but this is how to moved move from that. So this is valuable no matter when they listen to this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving through. You cannot. It, it's like, you know, just like with anything else, right? Let's say you get let like, go from your job. Okay. Yeah. For a moment. You're like, Oh gosh, I'm devastated. <laughs> what am I going to do? You know what? Now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go into the mode of taking care of business and just trying to redirect your life because no one else is going to do it for you.
0: Absolutely. And As- that is
1: exactly why women have to speak up
0: because no one else is going to do it for you. Thank you. To, thank you to Juliana. Oh, you're, you're sharing so much. I really appreciate the depth that you're going within this episode of When Women Speak, a web series and podcast. So there's this next thing that we're going to talk about, the statement leaving with your voice. It, It can convey various meanings and it has conveyed various meanings to different guests on the show and the podcast. But what does the phrase leaving with your voice convey for you to Quiliana?
1: I would say, like I said, when I come to the table, I know that I bring things of value, right? Yeah. And the other part we were talking about as far as communication and with communication, it goes both ways, Mm -hmm. right? So, When you, when you're using your voice and over and over again, right. And that person on the other end is not receiving it. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's a value and they know it's a value and they may even act like they didn't even hear you. Mm. And they may even try to take what you said and make it their idea, <laughs> right? Don't tell I me. Mean, I'm sure that's happened to many, many of them. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. It's just me. <laughs> no. But sometimes there are situations where I feel like the way that I'm taking this is that you, your voice doesn't belong there mm. because they don't understand the value that you bring. So you know what? Your voice now has to, you need to take that somewhere
0: else. Your voice does not belong there. Because they don't understand the value of it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes people are, you know, stuck in a rut at at a particular job for you know a long period of time, and they're not being heard, they're not being valued, you know, anything like that, and they just they keep at it, you know. And the only the only person that is (laughs) feeling miserable is 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 you, right? Yeah. Um, They're they're gonna keep ticking and keep moving and keep Mm -hmm. doing what they're supposed to do. And, and then sometimes you know it's just time to have a fresh start and be able to have someone that's going to receive what it is that you have to say and find it valuable. And, you know, <laughs> what's funny is is that like I've been in these scenarios and I'm trying to be very careful <laughs> about what I say because I want to say but when you when you actually when you have to. Leave out the door, like I literally am imagining grabbing my purse, <laughs> put in my, put in my voice now.
0: That's <laughs> your I'm visual. Gone. I'm gone.
1: I'm out of here. <laughs> Let me go. Like it's it's your money. Let me go spend my money where it's valued.
0: Your voice is your money.
1: Come on, somebody, come through. <laughs> come through, Juliana. Oh, because it, it's, it, I mean, my thing is you have to look at it that way. Just like how we look at our time as being being valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Your voice, what you have to say
0: is valuable. It's your money. Did y'all hear her put it that way? Like she didn't say she went she went deeper than <laughs> your time is valuable, et cetera. Because really when we're talking about time being valuable, that, that, that really is what that transposes into that money. And, and so your voice though is money. Your voice is money. So are you going to keep giving that money out to a place, an entity, an individual or business or a career or whatever that is that does not give you any dividends at all? Like it doesn't grow. It doesn't split. Nothing happens with it. Mm-hmm. It's literally because they don't see the value of it. They don't even know what it means. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what to do with it, which is why <laughs> it's just sitting there. That's it. And that's what happens when when you're in a situation whether it be a a company relationship, et cetera, and and your voice is not valued. It literally dissipates because it doesn't reach in that person. It doesn't reach anybody. It just dissipates. That's it. She got the whole purse. Y'all listen. Podcast community. If you want to see the purse, she got the whole purse for Shirley. I had so much fun with this episode to Kuleana. Thank you so much. What are your words of advice or encouragement that you want to give our listeners and our audience?
1: Have the courage. Be you. Be authentic. Be aware. Be unique. (laughs) Be interesting because when like if you're interesting people want to hear what you have to say be interesting yes have something to, to to bring for sure so i definitely would say that and i'm i'm always about just being yourself and being in a space where you feel accepted and valued and you know of course those are things that we learn over time with maturity but that's where i'm at in my life But just, you know, just continue to encourage yourself and speak up and be a leader and just be your super amazing self.
0: (laughs) Your super amazing self. And whether you're listening to this or you're looking at the web series, that's exactly who you are. You are a super amazing person. Mm -hmm. Takuliana, thank you so much for joining us. How do our guests reach you? How do they contact you if they just wanted to say, I love the show, or they just wanted a little bit more of Tequiliana? how do they reach you?
1: Absolutely. Well, definitely can reach me on LinkedIn, Quiliana fortil I'm literally probably the only Sequiliana in this whole entire <laughs> world, but definitely reach out if you have any words of encouragement for me, or just want to give me any feedback, or just interested in what I'm doing in regards to autism awareness, definitely reach out. I'll be excited to hear from you.
0: Thank you so much. And this has been another episode of the When Women Speak web series and podcast, When Women Speak with Shirley Kay, sponsored by Life on Power in the brand, What If She Knew She Was Powerful. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast, now on the live podcast network.